0: No matter where you find yourself, no matter what kind of stuff is going on in your life, underneath it all, everything's actually all right. Hi again, folks. It's Richard with another episode of the High Hopes podcast. Uh, this evening, we're going to, well, I'm going to talk to the lovely Adrienne Lynch over in Spain. Um, she has had an interesting year plus, I would I would imagine. Uh, I've only heard vague details, but she's settled nicely in the mountains somewhere, I think, over in España. So um, welcome, Adrienne.
1: Thank you. It's great to be back. <laughs> on the this time. Um, say that again on the podcast this time,
0: yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's fun making a podcast, actually, I'm gonna ask you that first. The bitches of Era podcast that kind of seems to be on hiatus for a while. What's the story with that? Are you gonna to return to that at some stage?
1: Yes, absolutely. I kind of had to take a little bit of a break, just the move, everything just took too much, and every time I tried to go back, life just got too crazy, so. Um, and i had like a really difficult um like first six seven months like here as well it wasn't like that easy just to arrive and so uh yeah but i've got i've got big plans for the bitches to bring it back and you know i really want to bring it back a lot of the cannabis coverage as well like to hear people's stories who because it's it's really it's getting like intense in ireland from what i can see from here um obviously i follow all the activists and uh try to keep on top of like what's happening in Ireland so it seems like there's there's a lot there's a lot to be talked about at the moment you know yeah
0: definitely very much so um yeah I, I, I think you know we'd all agree that it would be great to hear your uh, podcast again because it was really it was a fun show um I don't know what... <laughs> Nicholas <laughs> that, that's such a terrible review by the way it was a fun <laughs> show. like I could have I could have used more interesting words than that but I'll, yeah. I'll send you one of those testimonial things at some at some point oh, yeah
1: that'd be great
0: anyway moving on uh, Nicholas has lots of questions prepared for you adrian he Excellent. was just uh you know a well of creativity um Fantastic. that's not even correctly using that expression so <laughs> the first one was have you partaken in any of spain's cannabis clubs since settling in if so, could you possibly explain the concept behind them for our listeners?
1: Absolutely. And yes, I have. And, and they're wonderful. They are. It would be something wonderful to have in Ireland, but I also don't want people to think that it's like cheap or it makes medicine a lot cheaper. It is like it is expensive. It can still be expensive going to
0: a more prices
1: yeah, like I mean, okay, so there's a number of different clubs. I'm a member of quite a few because I wanted to try out a lot of different ones and kind of be able to recommend different ones to people if they're coming. Because people do message me to be like, hey, I'm coming to Spain. Can you recommend anywhere? Or, you know, and some are better than others. Like, obviously, that's the case with everything. So, like, yeah. there's one, um there's a couple, the Tormelinas has quite a few, but now Madara has a few uh has a few and then and there's a couple there's a few more in Fuengirola I haven't checked yet I'm I'm closest to Fuengirola now I'm in a place called uh, in the Mijas mountains so and then Marbella has some clubs as well but again Marbella is quite pricey but there's quite a few popping up in Marbella and they tend to be quite um fancy yeah Oh, there's, yeah, yeah there's, uh, it's definitely like you'd see a lot of uh,
0: like visiting uh, a spa. Yeah. <laughs> Just
1: yeah. very like relaxed. I, and yeah. pleasant. Well, I don't know if I go that far. It's more like okay. the clientele that would attend it would be like, I would say, you know, kids who don't have to work. They're like, you know, trust fund kids from the UK oh, like, a yeah, lot of time. Yeah. That. That's what you kind of see in Marbella. And it's kind of funny like it is difference and then the price differences as well but um like Marbella bay will be a bit more expensive so like mm. the club i go to the most is and i love it is a club called 420 in banal Madena. i love the flower that they have they've started making edibles edibles are hard to get in spain funnily enough oh um, yeah it's not it's a completely different market here it's not the same as i an suppose art-
0: the food they usually make is, is is tapas and light bits and pieces and i guess to make lots of very small very carefully made yeah like edibles i don't know maybe that's a bit more tricky yeah
1: I, I know and yeah they, they're they just different in how they approach food and stuff like that as well to us we're yeah
0: you know, they wouldn't be throwing away uh i mean they wouldn't be um tearing into a big oven tray of brownie i'd say not not as much as
1: not as, much <laughs> as the Irish cultural
0: you differences you know
1: like in the heat, you just don't eat kind of stuff like that. You know, you're too bloody hot. But now with the, it's the winter. You see a lot more like cakes. They do like their cakes and pastries here, but they're different. They're not like the brownies or whatever that we would enjoy and stuff like that. But they have a lot of ice cream. Ice cream is an amazing thing to infuse because of the fat content. So it's actually very yeah, right. effective edible for people who need a good edible.
0: Actually, uh, you're talking about the... Uh... The fat content in ice cream and uh, that kind of vaguely reminds me of you, you have uh well i'm calling it a new um uh, home homeopathic uh clinic in spain is that right just because yeah. i heard of it only the other day
1: yeah tell yeah. us a little
0: about your business there
1: so um obviously like previously i worked um mainly just in coaching and helping people kind of transition from like pharmaceutical medication to more natural medication um, and improve and improve their quality of life through lifestyle like that was generally and then obviously I had the different like aromatherapy work and stuff that I was doing so now I've incorporated and I was obviously working in Reiki but now I've incorporated um massage as a holistic therapy as well which was really yeah. and my my Reiki work um so and it's it's been amazing i've seen incredible results and it's i mean it's not that easy to be self-employed in spain um ireland has a lot more benefits you know you get the tax system here is tricky um it's very expensive to be self-employed it's something that they call autonomous and instead of like so in ireland we would pay like a percentage of what our earnings say and you don't get taxed until like so in ireland i think it's between 10 and twelve thousand. The first 10 twelve thousand you make you don't get taxed on um yes it's like four grand
0: okay yeah so quite a difference
1: yeah it's a significant difference and the tax yeah. apply, you know as well so and um, so there is it, it can be tricky as well to to be self-employed here like there's a lot of things you don't necessarily realize until you get here and you start trying to set up a life and you see all the the complications but the, the only ones thing- yeah Spain is great for doing everything in cash. That's a wonderful part about Spain. You know, there's yeah. so many people here who live that way. And markets are huge and you can do a lot of things kind of, you know, under Their the
0: markets are incredible. Like, they've got these wonderful indoor markets that are very sociable at nighttime. And, uh, you know, they, they just have big parties, essentially, on uh, random nights, uh, you know, I guess weekly. And, um, Yeah. It's
1: really nice Spanish people are really fun that's definitely something about Spanish people they're probably like the funnest people in Europe
0: <laughs> yep yeah, de- de- definitely arguable for the Spaniards they're great crack
1: I've,
0: yeah I've uh, a lot of time for them yeah shout out Spain shout out...
1: don't kick me out yet please
0: <laughs> <laughs> more to do okay uh, what else did Nicholas say we've only just sampled vaping for the first time ourselves I can definitely see the appeal over rolling or pipes. Do you prefer vaping as opposed to smoking?
1: I don't know that I'd say I prefer it. I, You know me. I love my bong. That's my favorite thing. And not because of anything other than it's the best relief. It really is. Um, But it does mess with your chest. You know, it does fuck Mm. with your chest. So... um, you know, I can't use it as much as I'd like and I can't continue to use it the way I, the way I am, because when I'm getting older, I have health issues and and I don't want more health issues. So I it's did. Cool. Yeah. Like, you know, I, and so I invested in the, the volcano.
0: The oh, company. my God, that looks so cool. I'm so jealous. But I mean, like I, I, I enjoy my handheld uh, Mighty Plus, I must say, yeah. but like that tabletop volcano
1: looks so cool. Yeah. There's nothing like I have, I've tried so many vapes. Like I tried vaping years ago when the magic flight and stuff came out, which only old school people will know what I'm talking about. But that magic flight thing was incredible. Like, you know, for what it came out, cause it was the only vape that would do it with like flour in it. So, you know, yeah. you to get like the the liquid mm, or
0: liquids. Like yeah.
1: You could use your flour. It was incredible when that came out, you know, um, but it wasn't the best, you know, it, it was fine. <laughs> um it was definitely hard to kind of get uh, pain relief from a vape as kind of small as that and and sometimes i struggle with the mighty in that way to get the the pain relief the volcano mm-hmm. volcano is a whole other ball game <laughs> the volcano yeah. is the closest thing to the bong that i get for relief and it, oh, wow. it does a pack punch it does it packs a punch
0: and actually I saw on your Instagram uh like 2 days ago or something. Uh you had a story reel and I'm just trying to remember all my terms here for Instagram because I'm an old man you
1: see? Uh-huh. Um
0: and anyway yeah, you I saw that you were using the the balloon uh to 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 vape with instead of I think you can choose between that or like straws kind of like a like a hookah setup. Yeah. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um... And which
0: of those do you prefer? I guess the bag
1: yeah the bag is just handy you know because Mm. one i didn't realize even when i got it that like so there's a a mouthpiece you put into the bag when it's ready and if you take the mouthpiece out the vape will stay in the bag for quite a long time so you don't have to like do it all at once smoke it all at once you can like Ah. yeah so it's really convenient in that way that's why i love the bag um and it just and it also makes things last longer And then the other great thing about the volcano is like when you're finished with the flower that you have vaped, it's perfectly prepared for edibles to make edibles with. So you just get so much more from your flower. Like it's double rent essentially.
0: I mean, because I usually uh smoke with a pipe well traditionally i do because i'm an old um, popeye type character again you see and uh yeah like i don't use tobacco so like it just burns it straight to ash like in two seconds yeah and you're just kind of like woof like it's it's you yeah it's all or nothing you know so (laughs) um
1: yeah once in a while for that as well
0: yeah like i think my tolerance definitely uh was 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 aided by using a pipe for a while there and uh yeah i must say the the, the vape so far in my experience it's just a lot gentler on the throat and lungs it feels yeah. I, I don't know i i don't want to say it's like dramatically healthier but it definitely feels not as harmful as uh, smoking
1: so. yeah and i because i do want to say like it doesn't you do cough you will mm. cough, like it's, it will it won't burn your throat, but it'll tickle it a little, you know. Exactly.
0: Uh, it's weird, actually. Yeah.
1: yeah it's different. Like, it, it does hit differently. But it doesn't mm-hmm. mean, you You know, it's, as you say, it's, like, still, like, something that's really good for your lungs. But it's, the like, a better of two evils. And at the end of the day, like, the way I kind of rationalize my my smoking intake and stuff like that, the reason I consume it in that way is because, well, one, the medications I was on were doing far more damage than
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and two, like because I, ha- I have a liver condition, so my liver doesn't work properly. So edibles don't always work for me. I don't know if people realize that with edibles. Okay. but yeah. when you, your, your liver doesn't work properly and it's not processing like what's going through it. So when it's in food, it goes through your liver. When you smoke, it doesn't have to go through your liver to feel the effects. To feel the effects with edibles, it has to go through your liver. And okay. if a certain enzyme isn't produced to activate it, you won't feel anything like that's
0: why you were talking about the ice cream having the high content of fat that helps it get into yeah. the liver yeah. i guess is that right
1: yeah, yeah. well it, i mean like i will go for a high true fat true. contents of things. it'll it's more likely that it'll go into my system mm-hmm. and i do it that way so like if chocolate if it's in chocolate i'll pick the white chocolate because that's the highest fat content as well you know um or things like like, edibles, I've noticed, like, lollipops actually work quite well because you start the digestion by sucking it in your mouth and it goes into your bloodstream easily.
0: Through the gums and everything, yeah.
1: yeah. That's a nice option for edibles, but, like, just be aware because if people have been on a lot of medication for a long time, you know, your liver might not work to the same degree as if you hadn't been. And it might impact, you know, your edible intake. So you might be just eating loads of edibles and be like, oh, fucking this, this person who's making edibles is shite not true because like i remember eating um one of lcn's cakes and it was like seven yeah. milligrams and i was like dude i'm not feeling anything and i was like oh it's my it's my liver is acting up that's why and yeah, yeah it's crazy but it's like the opposite with alcohol so if i drink and a beer or a an, wine and my liver is acting up and i don't know i'll be drunk as like drunk, completely off my ass drunk on one drink it's crazy
0: yeah, it's bizarre how they work differently, okay. isn't it? Like, so so very differently. Um,
1: but that's because the digestion of alcohol starts in the stomach.
0: It's a different... Yeah. Yeah, it's a different kettle of fish altogether. Yeah, so there is another question here. It's no secret that Ireland's mental health services are just barely functioning at this stage. What has the move to Spain done for your mental health?
1: Oh, well, one, like, I'm definitely somebody who doesn't do well in the dark, cold weather. Like, I am, might be Irish, but... I can tell you my mind is not <laughs> yeah, yeah. in like hot countries um, yeah. and like, it's cold here at night, like really cold here at night. And in the mornings like, whew, I've got three hot water bottles on me right now. Um, But the difference is like the sunshine definitely impacts your health. I thankfully was able to like afford a therapist here as well. I started with one after things were just crazy here for the first like seven or eight months. And I started with one yeah. in August. And she's incredible. Like it's actually the best therapist I've ever had, and I've been to plenty. and Ireland's system is is a tricky system to navigate when it comes to mental health. Um like I'm very open that I've had you know issues with suicide in the past, and i've talked I talk about it on my Instagram, and I hold myself accountable now because that's just like a pattern of thought for our brains. If you've suffered trauma and things like that, that can just reemerge and you just have to approach those thoughts differently. But until you yeah. know that so like i would go you know i remember one time going to the matter hospital i mean like i want to kill myself and they sent mm. me home
0: yeah yeah and like it, they that that's not uncommon which is that tragedy <laughs>
1: they're like you know and people...
0: I'm,
1: you, you didn't do it like i survived mm. how many and people thanks. are you home that haven't
0: yeah absolutely it's it's appalling really in this day and age that that kind of thing is still Borderline like the standard, you know. Unless they see you in the act, it seems like they they just want
1: oh, even more that,
0: certainty that things are not going well for you as proof. No, I don't really get the mentality at all. Actually, that's not even
1: the case because I again another time and, and I'm calling the matter hospital out for this. Yeah. this this these things actually happened. So another time, which was a few years prior to that, um, and I had I, I had a. I was assaulted and I ended up having a breakdown from it and I yeah. tried tried to kill myself and like to, but I actually died this time in the manor hospital. Now they shot adrenaline to me and my heart started again. So like, it was only technically like very short time, but they sent me home three hours later. <laughs> oh
0: my God. That is insane.
1: Like the many times I was there, they, they just kept not, you know, helping me.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I, I would imagine... Like, how do you, generally speaking, how would you say Spanish medical facilities compare to Ireland's? Would you say they're a good deal more effective?
1: They are worlds better. Yeah. It surprised.
0: That's what I suspected.
1: It surprised me so much because I'm telling you, there's a lot about Spain that's tricky. Like, it's very bureaucratic. There's a lot of, like, you don't get a lot of access to, like, social welfare things like that. There's not a lot of tax breaks. You know, there's there's not a lot
0: of... Welfare but and
1: yeah. your, your medical welfare and having a house, they don't fuck around with that. Like there's still a lot of Franco rules here. It was one of the reasons I struggled to get an apartment for so long, is because squatters have such high rights here.
0: It's insane. My older brother lives in, in uh well near near Madrid and he used <laughs> to tell us stories about stories he's been told from Spanish friends about all, all these troubles with squatters. My god, it sounds yeah.
1: Because it's from the Franco time where the mentality was, like, everybody have a home. If you've got two homes and you're not living in one and that's empty, every motherfucker's got to rent. Give it away. <laughs> you want to take that house? You go and take that house if you have no home. That's the, that's the mentality. It's like, in that. Yeah, and it's, yeah. So it's really hard to rent somewhere in Spain. That's the thing. But when you get in somewhere and if you can renew it after the first year, you can renew it for five years and they can't kick you out. So there's Whoa. upsides and downsides, to, like, with everything.
0: So, like, obviously, the the, the housing shortage in Ireland isn't exactly exclusive to one country, but uh, how do you feel Spain has been dealing with their housing shortage, if any?
1: Well, it depends. Spain, No, it depends on the part of Spain, again, because there's different laws throughout Spain as well. Like, it is split up. I'm in Andalusia, which is the south of Spain. Yeah. And, like, here, no, because... There are so many Airbnbs, so and they are not like managing the rental properties around that because obviously the South of Spain where I am is like one of the biggest tourist places probably in the world almost actually at this point. Like it's it's insane here from May till like end of September. And then even now, no, it's crazy. Like it's it's absolutely crazy.
0: Because all the Spaniards themselves go to the south of Spain yep. on their holidays half the time, if it's not the Canaries.
1: Well, the Portuguese come over yeah. and even, we've got people, Moroccans come over because they work here during the summer. So they'll come and they'll sell to all the tourists. You know, it's, it is insane. Like Fundrola, which is not as a 10, 15 minutes from me, going there during the summer. Oh my God. It's an absolute nightmare. It's a nightmare. <laughs> nightmare.
0: Well, um, you've got some <laughs> peace and quiet for the time being anyways, at least, uh, what else did we have here from Nick? Uh, uh, <laughs> we've discovered ourselves first thing, the commitment needed to set up and carry out a podcast. Do you have any plans to resurrect you? are hopefully bringing back the bitch January.
1: January is the, or
0: okay. yeah.
1: And I have some back episodes that I want to release as well. Um, yeah. And then I have a few people lined up already that I want to have on. Um, And uh, yeah, so it should be really good. I'm really excited.
0: Awesome. Looking forward to it. Uh, I found some post-lockdown induced anxiety has crept up on me lately. I only noticed when I went without cannabis for a while and discovered I was keeping the anxiety in check with my cannabis use. What holistic treatments would you recommend for those battling anxiety? That's a great bloody question, Nick. Wow. Chef's kiss.
1: Well done. Um, So like, you know, people often think of meditation, but meditation is great. And it is. And I do love meditation, but breath work is actually really powerful. And you don't need to be like quieting your mind or anything like that. But practicing different types of breathing is a really great way to control our central nervous system. Um, yeah. and, and it also does like bring us back to the present moment. Like there's all elements of it, but there's actual science behind what, what breathing does in our system. Mm. And more there-
0: and more now they're, they're discovering the, the, the actual data behind meditative practices and things, you know, and it's, yeah, it's kind of indisputable undisputable or ind, indisputable even uh, at this stage.
1: <laughs> Our brain, after, if you practice meditation for 15 to 20 minutes a day for four weeks and you've had a brain scan at the start of those four weeks, and the end, your brain does not look the same. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, you can look the pictures up even online and see the difference.
0: And just for me to randomly throw in a stupid question out of ignorance, what do you think about that whole Wim Hof thing? You know, that guy that does the kind yeah, of quick yeah. breathing yeah, yeah. and he, he does the cold temperature stuff? Uh-huh.
1: Well, i mean like sure you that i think it's i think it's great i think it's really good and you know i, I don't know that it'd be for me or people with arthritis <laughs> unless you get it under control but well i mean it would actually because what he teaches is you can heal anything through it I, again it all these things are very personal approaches like what works for one person what heals one person might not heal another but i will sure. say that Imhoff, like he's great and everything but he's not the first to sell what he's selling or discover what he discovered. Like, I know he just
0: marketed himself very well, very, very well for a while there. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, like, but it's just so much older than him. Like they've been doing this sort of practices throughout history, you know? With yeah, I feel, and... that there's,
0: I feel like there's a lot of um, like this guy is a former Navy seal uh, yeah. and he, you know, they developed it in the American Navy. And now he's sharing his secrets with you. Uh, if you want to sign up for his newsletter and like it's like you said it's probably stuff that goes back thousands of years in a lot of cases
1: for the most part it does there's very little that's new these days you know Mm. Um, and and that's not necessarily a bad thing but it's just you know kind of it's just the way things are marketed like you know I mean I mean even everything in my work nothing is there's nothing new or revolutionary I try to do in my work really is help people kind of reconnect with themselves because I just feel like we're in a world that is all about you know self-disconnect and how are we ever supposed to feel safe or comfortable or you know anything if we can't even connect to ourselves and know what we want or don't want or what makes us okay what makes us not okay you know it's yeah it's it's kind of crazy but like every minute of the day from the minute we wake up we are in a society that tries to disconnect us from that
0: Hmm. And like in your clinic with a typical uh, uh, client, would you be sort of utilizing an all encompassing approach to improve their health, like nutrition, diet, um, exercise, like a bit of everything, meditation?
1: For me, it is everything. You know, like you don't, I, I went to therapy for years and thought that's, that's the thing, you know, like when I, even as a teenager, like, oh, the therapy is what's going to fix it. But it's not because mm-hmm. reality is like, and what I've learned and I, and I see more and more as I work with my clients, like literally the, it's crazy, um, is how much our body holds. Like we, we yeah. have a thinking mind, but our body has insane memory. Um, mm. and we don't even know the different places things are held. Like I'm, I'm studying reflexology now and, you know, I've started even working with people with it and I'm receiving it as well. And it's insane. Reflex- I mean,
0: all the research coming out about the, you know, the, the second brain in your gut, <laughs> all, the, all the bacteria you have in there, how they affect your mood, how the brain and the gut yeah. and the rest of the body... All uh, message each other back and forth, and one thing can have a knock-on effect on, like your part of your mind. Exactly, Uh, being overly stressed can affect your bloody ankles and knees. Probably, I'm no expert.
1: No, absolutely. uh, You know, I mean, our thoughts are very powerful things, and we're in no way taught in any way to challenge them. Like ever, we're taught. Um, Yeah. think positive thoughts but how do you think positive thoughts when your mind is bombarding you with negative thoughts how do you do that
0: you yeah it, and
1: it's it, thoughts
0: it's that neuroplasticity thing where you just yeah. have to form habits positive habits to yeah. reinforce your good mood your positivity
1: and all of that works in patterns
0: mm, it does that's right and
1: yeah I, we also can't just take this like you know Oh, I'm gonna be this way one day, and tomorrow I'm giving up all these things in one day. Like no, like, I, oh
0: yeah, that never works. Yeah,
1: psychologically, we know that will never work. It's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I called my business business the little miracles because it's always little by little. It's not these big fucking miracles that we all think we're waiting for. It's the little things,
0: yeah, that make us,
1: you know. And it's that's why the holistic approach is so important because it, it's a little bits of everything we can incorporate into our life. It doesn't have to be all encompassing, you know? There's, yeah. we can live a very normal functioning life and incorporate these tools without having to, you know, really disrupt the way we live too much and you will see improvements.
0: Yeah, like I, I think, you know, <clears throat> all that sort of stuff interests me, but I never feel entirely sure where to begin, you know? Like like most people, I suppose, it's it's a bit like, the mind and body and soul is nearly like a lifelong thing that you just need to, you're yeah. just an eternal student, as they say, isn't it? Absolutely. And uh, you kind of build up your wisdom as you go along.
1: Well, like um, how can we not be an eternal student when every day is an experience we've not experienced before? I mean, not, none of us have experienced death before. So we are literally learning up until the minute we die. Yeah. Cause none of us have experienced death and come back. Not, there's no Jesus Christ walking around that I know about. So, you know, nobody knows so we're constantly learning there's not a day that's going to go by that like you're not going to learn something
0: another question here i find in ireland we're very slow to accept new methods of doing things do you think holistic treatments are more welcomed in spain compared to ireland
1: absolutely but they're more incorporated into the culture here you know um like you will see like herbology is which is like a herbal stores everywhere mm. but like small ones of people that have like natural medicine and all that sort of stuff they're everywhere here not just like what's the one at home that everybody goes oh
0: holland and barrett
1: not a holland and barrett like you know like Mm, local proper local herbologist who there's loads of them there's so much natural medicine here as well that i've seen like um and even the, the town that i live in like there's crystals everywhere there's there's like all these, you know, all these alternative living ways, but it's very natural in Andalusia. I've seen it everywhere, even where I lived previously in the campo. Like same thing, you know, it's everybody's living this kind of life that's more like I just I do think they are more but,
0: in touch with nature, really. Like
1: Yeah. And every pharmacy you go into here, you'll see her herbology approaches and you'll see like um there's C B D for sale, but like topical stuff in every pharmacy now as well and not just crap like i've looked and i've tried it yeah Um, because you know like there can be a lot of cbd crap like even oh yeah cbd oils and all like not everything is equal on the market Um, that's for sure like if somebody comes to me and they've told me they've got their cbd oil from holland and barrett i'm like might need to get a different oil yeah um but you know each to their own so but and then they
0: have like Sorry to cut you off there. They they have um, don't they grow? They grow aloe vera in the Canary
1: Islands, which is a part of Spain, and probably in parts of Spain itself. Well, like they, you can literally grow anything here. That's the thing. The climate yeah. here makes it possible for almost like anything like that to grow. Like even cannabis, it grows outdoors no problem, except for maybe mm. parasites. You gotta watch the parasites, but like climate wise, it's so easy to grow things here.
0: Yeah, you're really making me want to move to spain i won't lie uh (laughs) i feel for a lot of irish people the current establishment. oh man here we go with the establishment this is going to be buckle yourselves in for this one folks uh the current establishment has failed them and left them behind to fend for themselves in the wake of the refugee and energy crisis was there more to leaving ireland than just its governance of cannabis
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: You know? oh, that's uh, going to be a tough one to answer. Like, I like imagine there's various
1: reasons, but anyway. It was, there was so many reasons. Ireland is not a place that even in this day and age that shows a lot of respect to a single mom. Yeah. And offers any sort of like actual help. You know, it just doesn't. Everywhere you go, you're judged, um, looks and like we lived in a small town as well in the west of ireland before we wept and i love this town love it um it's got such a special place in my heart but there was a lot of judgment because it's an old irish town you know right. um and the other thing is i i really disagree with the culture of how children are raised in ireland i we still go by the stupid fucking children should be seen and not heard principle, and. Yeah. I despise it, I despise it, my child is not like that, <laughs> she's just, she's not, she is this fucking beautiful big energy um, and you know she was judged for that, I mean we were in a crash and after a week she had no experience in the crash, this was her first time and um, like she's seeing a speech and language therapist and an occupational therapist so she has some like focus issues and things. Yeah. They kicked her, they refused to have her after one week, and they told us by bringing us into that crash and telling her she can't go in and play with the other children and that I had to bring her home. Like, that's how that was dealt with.
0: That's terrible. That's really awful. I'm sorry that you had to deal with that.
1: But I know I'm not the only one. I keep hearing about all these different stories. I have another friend who has an autistic child in Dublin, and she literally cannot find anywhere for her child to go.
0: That's not right. That's, that's awful.
1: And it isn't yeah. that here in Spain, let me tell you. Let me tell you, they are about family here. The children come everywhere and there's mm. so much love. And Terry, like everywhere she goes, everybody that sees her smiles and, and smiles at both of us. Like they they treat me with such respect here in that way. They treat Terry with such respect. She's in this wonderful play school where she's absolutely thriving, has the best of friend and loads of other little friends and she has hobbies now and you know, like that just in a world Ireland, of difference. World of difference and it's affordable here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Childcare in Ireland now is uh it's just I don't know how it's still it's I, not I, I won't go there.
1: For anybody who's not really wealthy, that's all I'll say. It is yeah. not feasible. I could yeah. not I could not afford childcare in Ireland. I could not afford it, it was impossible.
0: Childcare can't even afford childcare in Ireland. No, you know the people running the crashes. No, they can't even the insurance and everything is insane, and uh, the 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 health and safety and the rules and the.
1: I think the basic amount in Ireland for childcare for a month is something like twelve hundred euro. Yeah, it I is,
0: believe that's about right.
1: It is less than three hundred here.
0: Wow, that's that's actually. That's a major factor in someone's move if if they have young children and they need a, you know, they need childcare. Like that's definitely something that Spain does a lot better than
1: Ireland. Yeah. the children matter here. They're not just something that gets in the way. They're incorporated into every aspect of of life, and it's yeah. it's so beautiful. I love it.
0: Yeah, I suppose people are in 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 a lot of ways in Spain they're just less kind of repressed than Irish people, you know. Irish people still are a bit funny around emotions and mental health and being open and being yourself, you know. There's still a, a little bit of uh resistance.
1: Well, yeah,
0: resistance from some uh and and you know they're they're, they're just still adapting to like being freely expressive of your emotions and, and so on whereas in spain they're just like we are emotion you know so. yeah
1: no that's very true <laughs> that's very but they also i was well, something i will say but that is like the spanish language they have the language for that english is mm. not quite the same way it's not as expressive there's not as many words for things you know i'm gonna say about us part irish you know there's mm like we don't speak up or advocate for ourselves and it's because we were fucking controlled for 800 years so like we're less than 100 years out of that yeah. so of course we don't know who the feck we are yet mm. but, like in my opinion we were druids and now we just we're like what terrified of our own shadow you know it's sad
0: <laughs> it is it is and it's it's it. colonial hangover and and, yeah. and- catholic church hangover and it's just
1: exactly but why do you think the catholic church was brought in by the english to ireland
0: well there you go you know i couldn't possibly comment
1: <laughs> they preach shame and shame breeds fear and that's how you control people anyway let's go deep but anyway so i'm not surprised like ireland we are still figuring out who we are as, as a country in my opinion
0: no. yeah i I would say that's a, a very fair comment to make and a lot of people would agree there what what do you miss uh the most from ireland that's not a happy thing either because that'll be you'll be all ah, oh, you've no, reminded me good. of the thing no, i miss no, the most
1: no it's good because like sometimes you get caught up here and you don't kind of get to you know reminisce about the things you do love about ireland because a lot of the time it's been oh, I just wanted to get out of there. And then I was like, oh, I can't look back now, you know, but like now I'm here about a year. I'll be here a year soon. And, yeah. you know, I do miss, definitely I miss my home country, you know. I miss, I miss the crack, I miss, you know, uh, and I'm not a big drinker, but going for a drink in the bar and the crack that you have. And um, and then obviously, like, the people that I know in the the cannabis community, I miss, I miss my family, um, yeah, I miss... I like the weirdest thing like happened to me I have this my bestest friend from Uganda she she's from Uganda I met her when I lived there and she's been trying so hard for so many years to get out of Uganda and get to like either Ireland UK or Canada so just as I move here. The bitch goes and moves to Dublin.
0: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Did you? Oh, that's yeah. That's uh, that's a pity, but you know it's a reason to visit.
1: It's another I got, reason. I'm coming back. I'm going to come back. Um, end yeah. of January, I'm thinking of coming back. I'm going to be freezing, but I'm going to come back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you have you been back since uh, you know before the lockdowns?
1: No, I have not. Oh. Since uh, since I left, I haven't come back
0: okay wow oh. okay so like january will be a big deal i guess yeah And it's, yeah. it's not that far away now either yeah, Adrian.
1: oh yeah and i was gonna i was looking at kind of closer to christmas but it's just too bloody expensive so i'm like no nah, i'll go in january when nobody wants to go <laughs>
0: <laughs> sounds good sounds good well um i'm really glad to hear that you're thriving in spain um in the what were the mountains called the yes the mija mija mountains the montañas great talking to you again you know and i'm really happy that things are going well for you and um
1: Thanks keep so on going on again you know and i'd even love to have you both on the, the bitches that's always good to mix it up with <laughs> some male Sorry. people on you know some
0: male bitches
1: some male bitches on
0: <laughs> absolutely yeah on podcast <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll definitely uh we'd be happy like at least one of us can do that for yeah. sure we'd love exactly. to
1: Deadly, excellent, cool. Well, thanks so much all for coming right. on again.
0: My absolute pleasure, and thank you for your time and uh, all the best with little miracles uh, over there. And um, yeah, we'll chat again soon.
1: Thank Take you. Take so care, Adrian.
0: Take care. Bye bye.